there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome in. Yeah, it is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Fun three-hour program lined up today. Plenty of NBA. That game was so damn good last night. Epic game one between the Nuggets and the Lakers. We could talk about it for all three hours today. Um, where to begin? The best player in the NBA. The player who did deserve to win the MVP three consecutive years. Uh, but that's a regular season thing. And yes, he is having major postseason success. That was an absolute clinic by, by the Joker in the first three quarters. And tip of the, we will get to the Lakers and what it means in Game 2 and the adjusted series price. Game 2 numbers coming up in a second as well. Dude almost had a triple-double in the first half. He can, Anthony Davis had 40 points last night, and it felt like empty calories to me. It felt like the most pointless 40-point game I've seen because Joker was by 10 miles the best player on the court last night. And they couldn't miss his shot. The shot making overall was phenomenal. Oh. That huge run by the Lakers to make it's a it's a three point game, and LeBron's got the ball in his hands. I want to go home today after the show and watch it again. It was so good. Yes, that was one of the best basketball games you're ever going to see. Some people said maybe sporting event, which I know we had a 21 point lead and it didn't come down to the final possession. But just the the high level shot making ability, what Murray did, what Joker was doing, AD, absolutely. If we get, forget about seven, if we get five games like that, oh, incredible basketball and shot-making ability and what we watched last night. It was incredible. Uh, and what what Joker, this might go down as bad as Malone over Jordan for MVP, that the guy had 19-16 at seven at halftime, and in game seven, Embiid had 15-8-1 for the game. Yeah. For the game. So 
Uh, I know a lot of people tweeted this, but I agree. If a win was ever a loss, it was last night. Because what Ham and the Lakers were able to find in the fourth quarter and, and what they found with putting Hachimura on Joker, they're lucky they, they won that game. There's your big boy. But that was what the, the adjustments they made, letting Davis be close to the rim. A big key to the series moving forward, which we'll get into, will be Gordon. But just from the Joker standpoint and what the, the run that this guy is on, to think the, the, it's historic what he did. He controlled the entire game. Yes. Well, the first three quarters anyway. Yes. But look at this tweet. But his last six games, 34-21-14 shot 71%. 32-10-12 shot 72%. 29-13-12 shot 60%. He's averaging 36-14-12 shooting 71% the last six games. First player in history to shoot 70% and have 30-point triple-double back-to-back games in the playoffs. And Right. 31-19-12 had been done once in playoff history. Oscar in 63. He did it in three quarters. Yeah. Yep. He's he's, he's the cheat code. So, Paulie, I I consider myself a person who is very good at reading the room. Uh, My antenna has been up, paying attention. Um, to what people have been saying about this series and about, I am, I am convinced this morning, convinced by watching TV, watching the game, listening to certain people talk about, I'm convinced that people who have like influence or have a vote on this stuff, I'm convinced that last night was probably the first time they watched him play. Convinced. They don't pay attention to Denver uh, Nuggets basketball. They do not pay attention to him during the regular season, which is just disgusting and laughable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the stuff that we heard, it, unbelievable, inexcusable. I, I don't understand it. I don't get what the deal is and why there's been so much anti Nikola Jokic sentiment out there across the country. You have to be it, pissed it, off. Terrible job. I, look, and, and yeah. it's from media members, but I can't call them media members because they're technically fans with an agenda and you should be fired. You, you don't deserve a spot to talk about it. When, when I'm listening and clearly just based on words that are coming out of your mouths, you, you, you never watch. Uh, would this happen in the NFL? Would it happen anywhere else? Would it happen in, in another market with another player who might not look like Nikola Jokic? I say no. <laughs> yeah. Coming into the season, he was the two-time reigning MVP. And you, you still have people acting like this. The four-letter network is an absolute disgrace. Mike Greenberg is a space cadet. For him to come out last week and say, the country's going to be introduced to Joker now. He's a two-time MVP. What are you talking about? Says who? Says you? And the dopes at ESPN, only one person who works at ESPN with a vote gave him the MVP. Uh-huh. It's embarrassing. You know, and he should be pissed off. We Five days a week, we get up at 1.30 in the morning. And these idiots can't stay up and watch one of the best players ever. Yep. I mean, it's just, we're not asking much considering it's your job. Here, here, um, here's the breakdown. We had Nate Kreckman on from Altitude Sports Radio in Denver yesterday. He tweeted this out over the weekend. Think about this. ESPN had 19 of 100 MVP votes. He got one first place vote. Seven second place votes, 10 thirds, and one notable omission, which came from the guy who was on the broadcast last night because he forgot to put Joker in his top five. Yes. And some of the stuff that we yeah. heard this year about the guy is that is just appalling to me. You have to be historically good to win your third straight MVP or historically dominant. Who says who? 
What does that even mean? Well, it's not him, though, anyways. I know. I know what you're saying, but it's yeah. not. He doesn't qualify? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, Look right, exactly. Doing. Yeah, one more. One more while you're doing this. First player with 10 rebounds, five assists, and two blocks in, in, through, in any quarter. 25 years. It hadn't been done in 25 years. That's regular season and playoffs to do that in a quarter. 25 years. First player to do that one, too. Yep. Nah, but we can't give him the MVP. No, that and also... It's based on the the award is based on postseason success. <laughs> uh, you can't make this up. Those yeah, but, are, he, but he has Embiid in that in that criteria too. Of course he does. He's, he's already been to a conference final. It's it's the it's the it's the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. That's right. Come out of uh, media members' mouths this year, looking for a reason not to give it to Joker. He's so good. Um, and and. Now, the good news here for the Lakers is you're exactly right. If it whenever it felt like a loss, maybe it was last night for the Nuggets. Uh, now, I'm screaming at the TV, and maybe I'm wrong with this, but I'm screaming at the TV when it's 129, 126. LeBron has the ball top of the key. They were going to give him the shot, and he took it. But I was screaming, LeBron, before he took the shot, go. Attack the rim right now because there's a good chance you're going to put the ball in, and there's an excellent chance you're going to get fouled. So maybe there's an and one. Maybe he misses the shot, but he goes at the free throw line. Now, does he make both free throws? I don't know. But I, I was really, because there was plenty of time left, Paul. Plenty yeah, of time I'm, left. They did not need a three right there, in my opinion. I think a bit of a reach, because he's wide open, and it's an excellent look, and you saw how he, he just like, damn, I, I got to knock that down, and he I almost he had, had it. it. Yep. Uh, I thought the Porter foul at half court was terrible, but they didn't come back to bite him. But certainly, uh, they fought, great job by him, and they found something there with Hachimura. And I think a big key to this series will be Gordon moving forward, and he'll have to knock down shots. Yep. But this is, I know you're going to say, is 80 going to go for 40 again and Reeves for 23? Not only does Murray score 31, but it's the shots that he had to make to get to that point. I had the under last I mean, night, 24 oh, and a half, and he looked come t- on, t- t- my cap shots. Him. His shots were yes. impossible last now, night. Now, will he do it again? I don't know. Will Pope give you 21 again? I don't know. But you almost blow a 21-point lead and the adjustments that the Lakers made in the second half. And I will tell you right now, mark it down, when this series goes back to L.A., you can already see it coming where it's going to be a parade to the free-throw line because Denver got in foul trouble in the second half. Big time. And and I don't, I don't understand this. And Boston does it too much. I don't understand this switching everything. Who thinks it's a good idea to have Murray on LeBron James? Yeah. And that was a whole key to the, the comeback. He's in foul trouble, and then he's LeBron's just attacking him at will. I, I can't. He can't do that. Murray's not going to slow down LeBron James. Nope. Come on, people. Were so at, yeah. uh, Reeves was great. Hachimura was great. And the other thing, just uh, how how great this trade was. Beasley doesn't play. Vanderbilt didn't score. Just to get rid of Westbrook, what that meant. Because, yes, Palenka traded for Hachimura, but it's just what it meant to the organization to get rid of the vampire. Sure. Because you see, the guys they acquired in the trade don't even play or do anything. Well, I can't believe the Wizards gave up Hachimura for basically nothing. Yeah. That guy's guy can good. play. Yes. I, I've liked him. Great trade. I, I thought he was going to be good when he was at Gonzaga yeah. coming into the NBA. But you're, this is why what you said is going to be a key, I think, in Game 2 and moving forward. Because Ham has done a good job in the postseason. And he he made that adjustment by putting Rui on joker late in that game and they neutralized him in the fourth quarter and that was a great defensive move so now you can let anthony davis roam around the rim so to your point that's going to leave gordon wide open. they're going to say yeah leave him open all all game make him beat us with these threes and he's gonna they're gonna have to do that like joker's gonna probably find him 
the entire game in game two because he's going to have that open spot in the coffin corner. And then what does he do with it at that, at that point? Does he drive baseline? Does he attack? Does he just settle for the 22-footer? Well, can, can Joker do this every game? Maybe. But he's going to have to. I'll tell you that. And maybe he's, he's human, uh, as you saw in the fourth quarter. And he doesn't go off every game. But that's uh, And Brown was great, too. Uh, giving him 16. Yeah. But that's your, your comeback might be AD and Reeves won't do that again. I don't know. Maybe you're right. But uh, certainly, we're, I think we're going to get aggressive LeBron James. And that when you can factor everything, he's 10-1 and all-time in conference finals. His only loss, he averaged 39-8-8 eight and eight for the series, mm-hmm. which was against Orlando. Uh, and I also, I think the way, can you, the way, look at this from the alt uh, with the props, what these could pay. I mean, who will Joker have a 25-rebound game? Maybe. Will AD go for 40 again? But what these, and we'll get to what happened last night with all the big props that cashed, but what, what some of these performances well, I mean, could be like, these individual games, what the stat line could look like. If you if you were betting like alternate points, rebounds, and assists over 60 last night, for example, Joker, like, well, I don't even know what that number was. Yeah. I didn't even, didn't well, even consider he, it. His rebound prop went over four minutes into the second quarter. Well, he was plus 115 to have a triple-double. Yeah, he yes. almost had it at halftime. Yes, yes. I mean, it was just yeah. phenomenal basketball game. Yeah. Oh, so good. Minus 260 now, the Nuggets, to win the series. Yeah, too high. Got to jump in with the Lakers. Have to. Yeah, win some, lose some is up next. And I think we might have the ultimate comparison for Jokic. See if you agree. Coming up next year and follow the money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
Still a lot to bet on the next 30 days. Another golf major tomorrow. And you can subscribe to VEASAN only $9.99. Daily baseball, best bets, conference finals, NBA, NHL. Every play, every host, every guest. The betting splits, $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, PGA Championship begins tomorrow. Indy Jeff Seeley joins the program now. Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter and the Cutmaker podcast as well. Jeff, good to talk to you as always. Uh, what are your observations about the course, how it's going to play out, how they tinkered with it this time around compared to what it was like 10 years ago? Yeah, hey guys, it's, it's going to be really interesting this week. I mean, it's going to be going to play longer. I mean, we got a 7,400-yard par 70. So 7,400 yards is about average, a little long for a normal PGA Tour event. But when you factor in the, the par 70 factor, it really lengthens it. Um, looking at what, what the biggest thing to me, honestly, has been the rough. I'm hearing a ton about the rough being as you know, thick as three or four inches in some spots. So everybody's been talking about you got to bomb it, you got to bomb it. And don't get me wrong, I think distance matters. But um, these are small greens, and you're going to have to be able to hit these small greens because you've got very difficult bunkers surrounding these greens. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. So, I mean, guys, it's going to be a real test. And so in some, in some weeks, especially when you're playing DFS on DraftKings, you know, you're looking at guys who can make the most birdies because obviously birdies matter, especially in DFS. But this week, guys, if, who, who can grind it out? Who are guys who can make the cut and battle through? Because it won't surprise me at all if we see six under as the winning score. Oh. And the, over, the, the sports books have, I think, Eight, eight over under is like eight and a half, and I I'm gonna definitely I'm definitely leaning towards the the high, higher than eight and a half is the uh, the winning score because it's it's gonna be tough and you know two under is a good score and to put together four rounds of two under uh, will, will be a test this week so it's it's gonna be play much more I feel like U.S. Open than it will at the PGA Championship. Okay, Shoffler very uh, Shoffle, very popular. Uh, we know about Rom. You have an interesting way how you want to play play this. Can you uh, tell us how you're going to do this? Sure, guys. So I mean, n- no surprise. John Rom jumps off the charts as, as the the top overall play for me when I when I ran the models, and and I wanted to play Xander as well. But looking at you know the strength of this field and and Xander's frankly track record, I I don't I think it's going to be a, t- a challenge for him to win. So I played this week. I played Rom plus 750, Xander top 10 plus 175 parlay, and that ended up boosting my odds to 22 to 1. So um, when I look at Rom, the difference between Rom and Scheffler for me is, is putting. I can make a case for either, but it comes down to who do I trust in the green. So that, that's, that's kind of how I came up with Rom versus Scheffler. Again, I do like Xander, and I think he can win, but I think it's far more likely he ends up top 10. Finishes of second, fourth, fourth, tenth, and fifth in his last five events in fantastic form. Um, and I think the way to play Rom this week is to play Rom and parlay him with his Andrew top ten. All right. Uh, what was that bet you made a couple of years ago? Five thousand dollars on Kepka. He had what? Was, okay. What was the bet again? Yeah, it was. We had we had Kepka ten thousand dollars over seven and a half majors, and he's he's got four. But what's crazy, guys, is you look at this, in, in his last five PGA championships, Kepka's been in the final group on Sunday in four of them. And he, if you add the Tiger Masters, he came runner-up. Yep. You add last year's Masters, he was in the final group. I mean, he's won four, and he's been on the front door for four more at least. So 
Um, you know, here we are, another another major. The difference is, I, I think, versus last year, is Kepka's coming in in really good form. Going back to October, he has two wins and four more top fives on on live. People may say, yeah. well, that doesn't matter much. It's live, blah, blah, blah. That's the matter is he's playing good golf. And a lot of the live critics were silenced when live players occupied two of the top three places on the leaderboard, the Masters, including Kepka going in the final round before he ran into the human rain delay and Patrick Cantlay. So, right. um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I look, I mean, I, I guess I'm on Kepka uh, all the time, but certainly uh, I have a lot more conviction that this, this time than I do in previous times. Because again, you've got to grind. Kepka can grind. Uh, he's going to do the right thing. Uh, drivers looks great. I am I am big on Kepka this week. All right, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Indy Jeff Seeley, our guest. Check out the Cutmaker Pod and CutmakerPod.com. So I said before the break that you have already bet and you're going to make a case for a recent major winner that, quite frankly, Jeff, I haven't heard another single human being make the case for mm-hmm. this week, and that is Cameron Smith. Tell us why you like him this week. Yeah, guys, I, I actually bet him a little higher. You can get him at 35-1, to 1, which is fair. But my question is, what is Cam Smith's price this week if he never goes to live? He's probably priced right around Xander and Cantlay. But we're getting the 35 to 1. Over the last 14 months, all Cam Smith has done is win the Players' Championship, third at the Masters, 13th at the PGA, 13th at the Memorial, 10th at the Scottish Open, and win the Open Championship and win the Australian PGA. In 11 live events, he has two wins, two runner-ups, and three more inside the top six. I mean, Pete Cam Smith is arguably the best player in the world. His short game and his putting is the best in the world, and that will be absolutely critical this week when these greens are hard to hit. His usual concern is driving accuracy, which is much better lately. Anybody that watched any of the live event on this, this past week, which not many people did, unfortunately, would have seen a Cam Smith that you would have confidence in betting this week. I'm certainly that I fall in that camp. I, I feel like we're getting a Ferrari for the, the price of a Dodge pickup here. So I'm, I'm in on Cam Smith. I think he's tremendous value this week. What are you thinking with Adam Scott? What is this all about? Well, how many majors would Adam Scott have if he could putt? I mean, it's a great great time to buy Adam Scott. You can find him anywhere between 80 and 100 to 1. While the course has changed some, the last time the PGA Championship was here, Adam Scott finished T5. When we look at short-term form, in my model, Adam Scott ranked first. He ranked 10th in driving distance, something that a lot of people probably don't realize. 14th around the greens, which are going to be critical this week. First in proximity from 200 yards out. Very important this week. Again, we mentioned small greens. you got to dial it in and wait for it. Fourth in putting. Adam Scott can suddenly putt. Over his last two events, Scott gained five strokes putting, further proving the power of aim putting that a lot of people talked about. So, um, I am huge on Adam Scott this week. He's coming in with a fifth at the Wells Fargo's, an eighth at the Byron Nelson, to a course he's very comfortable with. And the worse the weather gets, the better it is for Adam Scott. Again, a guy who grew up in Australia playing in the wind. What a great bargain time to get Adam Scott. And you can get him plus 650 top 10. Ooh. That is a fantastic price on Adam Scott right now. Okay. Um, if you don't, if you're a, put a little piece of money on the bomb, but the top 10 plus 650 is fantastic. So it's a major. You have plenty of bets. You love the menu at DraftKings. Go rapid fire on props and other bets you like that you made. Sure, guys. Uh, winner in the final pairing, yes, 225. I think it's going to be hard for a guy to 
come from behind in this in this difficult um, conditions. Uh, top debut pound Taylor Moore, guy who's coming in really good form, won the Valspar a few weeks ago. He's eight to one. Top former winner, kept at three to one. No surprise. More of a fate of Rory than anything. Uh, top senior Phil plus 125. The other guys are corpses. At least Phil has a pulse in some form. Uh, top Irish player Seamus Power. It's a small play, but I think there's value here if Rory falters again. You can get Seamus a plus 450. And then a couple of matchups I played. I mentioned Adam Scott. I played him in even money over Wyndham Clark. Wyndham's in great form, but I'm big on Scott this week. Sun JM over DJ. It's, I just think it's a good play. Brooks plus one plus 105 over Rory. Um, big on Kepka fading Rory. And then I took Rom over Sheffield for all the reasons I mentioned earlier. All right, very good. Ultimately, who do you think wins the tournament? Uh, guys, I'm, I'm going Kepka. I really am, and it's not just Homer, but guys, I think he can. I think he he will be in the final group on Sunday. If he, and I this this time, I hope he pulls it off. All right, you'll be there tomorrow. Thanks for uh, coming on. Good luck to you. Appreciate it, fellas. Here you go. Jeff Seeley. Have fun. Indy Jeff. Follow him on Twitter. Get the podcast and get Telegram for the plays as well. His bet that he made a couple years ago at the Westgate, over seven and a half majors for Kepka. He has until 50 years of age to do it. At the time, it seemed like a layup. I think he got a small plus price on it. But injuries and... The move to live, and uh, you see how difficult it is, and he's right about the well, close calls. How, exactly right. A lot, plenty of them. It's, it's also very difficult to win majors. That's right. But, uh, yep, he, he came probably, in heavy. Came in heavy on that bet. In all honesty, he probably should have more than four right now. No doubt about it. You know? Uh-huh. I'm it's looking fun tomorrow. Where, we're, where we are sitting at right now, Circa, they have John Rahm even money top 10. Wow. Is the guy any good? <laughs> <laughs> even money top 10. That is... Wild man, you you uh you gonna take Fee now? No or no? Okay. I can't do it. He's popular. I, I know just, Matt I can't gave do him it. out. No. Yep. He almost talked me into Cam Smith. Maybe I will shop around to see what I can find. You can't lace intriguing with the new caddy. I would agree. Although I can't stand him and, and how he plays. Tough to watch. He, that's ridiculous. Yeah, certainly that was that 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 killed Kepka with what happened with his slow play. Yeah. I'd like to have a piece of Shoffley this week, but the 25 to 1 is long gone. Up next, we'll get into Wembenyama going to the Spurs, how the lottery played out last night. Game one in the East as well, Heat and Celtics with player props. This is going to hurt based on what he did in the regular season. We'll tell you what that is coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We're going to start this hour. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to legendary sports writer Bob Ryan about the NBA. Bob, thanks so much for the time today. How you been? Hey, you're welcome. It's a great time of year for me and everybody that loves basketball. You're the perfect guy to talk to because you've watched every player basically throughout the history of the NBA going back many, many, many years. After what we watched with the Joker last night and what you've seen from this guy in his career, where do you put him? 
Well, the number one, you're right. I like, I like to say I've seen every great player of the last 60 years, and I think that's probably accurate. Um, this guy is, is a special thing. It's a 21st century thing. With I, I won't say we've never seen before. We've never seen to this degree before because there is one guy that, that preceded him that had the, the, the arsenal, if you will, uh, but not quite to this degree. And that was Arvidas Sabonis, Demontis' father. I was always a big fan of his. And, and, and he could to put up those triple doubles. And he had three-point range. With his first set of him when he was eight, 17, 18 years old, Bill Walton with a, with a three-pointer. That's how he was billed to us. We never saw that guy because the guy we got in the NBA was, was big and strong. And, and, and there was several uh, Achilles attendants and several boxcars of vodka ago before uh, with the guy we saw. But uh, the young Sabonis was the closest thing. This guy, though, is taking it to another level. So uh, you could probably say we've never seen anything quite like this. The best passing big man of all time? Well, he's, he's vying. It used to be there was no argument for me and any others. There was Bill Walton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, I remember after his rookie year, I was called by a Denver writer and asked to talk about his passing. And I hadn't paid the slightest attention to him. And I said, I can't believe you're talking to me about Bill Walton and, and this guy in the same breath. And now I owe him a full apology. <laughs> because absolutely he deserves to be in that discussion. Uh, he sees he he has all the full arsenal. I don't think anyway, Walton was a more consistent outlet passer. Walton was one of the hand two or three best outlet passers ever. I wouldn't put him in that category. Uh, but uh, so that's maybe the one area where I would give Walton the edge. But in the half court, seeing things uh, and 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 delivering things on the on the money and seeing things before they happen and making things happen, mm-hmm. uh, he is uh, he's right there with Walton. Yes, uh, we are frustrated with this Celtics team. I can only imagine what you and the locals think of this team as well. Listen, they have so much talent, and this is the fifth time in the last seven years, not this particular group, but the team's been in the conference finals. They should have won it last year. They got better in the offseason. You know, you you covered all these great teams. You never (laughs) went into the Garden. They never lost home playoff games. They are 10-10 and in their last 20 home playoff games. Well, actually, I... I, Go as far back as 1973, I covered the seventh game losses, lost to the Knicks. I covered seventh game loss to the, to the Orlando Magic, and he do Turkaloo kicking their ass. Uh, they've lost seventh <laughs> games at home before. But this group, here's the word I used to describe them before the season started. They're annoying. They're annoying because you just described yeah. them properly. They're very talented, but they don't always live up to that. They you know, fulfill their talent or, 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 or use it in the right way. That's they're still unproving it. They're still trying to prove themselves to all of us. Uh, we know how talented they are. I think categorically – I don't see how anybody else would disagree in the other team. They have the most good players on any, of any team. It mm-hmm. doesn't make you the best TEAM. You have to go out and earn that and, and play right. And, and as you saw, if, they, if, if, everybody, if everybody brings their A game, they win. I, but, but you don't always bring your A game. And, you know, if everybody plays the way they did, if they play the way they did in the third quarter against Philadelphia, they're not going to lose any games. Well, nobody's going to play that well at mm-hmm. both ends of the floor for, for 48 minutes more than, you know, very often. So that's not going to happen. But that shows you what they're capable of because that, that was keyed on the defense. Everybody talks about the 33. It was the 10 that was much more impressive. And Philadelphia had some of the worst, ugliest possessions I've ever seen by good team have in the NBA. And that was, you know, about 50% of the reason was the Celtics were making them look bad. They can do that, but they have to prove it and earn it. And you're right, they are better than last year. Brogdon makes them better by definition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, they, uh, yeah, they, they, they if, the other thing is funny, they have the most depth in the league, but depth doesn't matter unless you get in foul trouble in the playoffs because everybody pairs down their, their uh, uh, rotation. But if it was 11 on 11, they'd win every game. They have the best 11 guys in the league, but you don't need to have after eight. It doesn't matter much in the playoffs. Yeah. What, what do you think about the coaching matchup? 
The Spolstra is the man. He's awesome. And your thoughts, year one here of Missoula, now that we're this deep into the playoffs. If you're going to do the, the check by check thing, you know, of course the check mark goes to the to the Heat, and, and as it would uh, to uh, to anybody that's left, he's he's the best coach left, and uh, and and arguably be as good as any coach in the league uh, right now. And and uh, you know, he's then I guess Missoula is is uh, supposed to in training, but with regard to the kind of background, you know, Spolster was a was a, a video guy. Yeah. He was nobody, yep. Yep. and nobody knew who he was outside of Portland, Oregon. And and and, and Pat Riley uh, identified him and and anointed him and 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 and, and trained him. And 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 Spolstra has has become you know a Hall of Fame coach, and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Joe Mazzulla is 34 years old. This previous head coaching experience was at Fairmont State. Uh, but I'll say this. Brad Stevens is not a dumb man. I am here to tell you Brad Stevens is a very bright man, mm-hmm. and he believed in Joe Mazzola enough to give him the job and stand behind him. And, uh, and so I'm, go- I'm going to give Joe Mazzola the, be- the overall benefit of the doubt for that very reason alone. Mm-hmm. But, of course, he's had some things that have been questioned during the playoffs. Um, and, and uh, if, you know, it, it, it's certainly nobody's going to argue that the, that the coaching edge is going to go to Miami. But, South- but it's not like he's – an idiot. I mean, you know, he, he did make a big move to make uh, Robert Williams a starter again. He has done some things that uh, he, uh, he has responded to things. He's making better use of his times out. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I, they're not going to lose. because I, I know people think, some people do here think that, but I don't think they'll lose because of Joe Mazzola. They'll lose if they just don't play right. You, you mentioned uh, annoying, and that's a good word. What is it, not respecting the opponent, uh, the game one, yeah. before the lack of defense against Philly in game one was atrocious at times against Atlanta? That series never should have gone six games. They love to shoot the three. What, what, what do you pinpoint where, what, what's also so annoying about them? It seems that they, they may think they're better than they are. They haven't, won, you know, they haven't done anything yet. Yes, they've gone to the conference finals, but they haven't done the big thing yet. And, and they kind of strut around sometimes as if they have. Uh, and, and I'm disappointed in that because they have some leader types on the team, starting with Al Horford, who's the ultimate big brother type. Mm-hmm. Now they got Brogdon, who's, who's, a, who's a total mature guy. I like the kid. They, know they, got the, they lead the league in, in, in future politicians. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, you, you know that Brogdon's career is outside of basketball. Yep. You know that that uh, 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 Grant Williams, his career is outside of basketball. You know, you think that Horford could have one outside of basketball, uh, uh, and Brown, oh, Brown is very socially conscious. He could have one outside of basketball. So in that category, they they they're the all-time champion. But but uh, that's that's an argument for another day. What do you think? Is do they is it in five? Do they finish them in six? What do you think happens? Uh, I'm calling a, a grinding six, a uh, grinding six, which means that, uh, you know, they'll be split uh, two, two. Uh, I, I see Miami, I see him winning one and two, uh, losing three, maybe even losing four, uh, and then coming home triumphantly in five and, and then finally getting it done in six. Um, uh, my first pick is a grinding six. My second would be is a, a surprisingly tough, not surprisingly, but a, a tough five even. I expect them to win. They have, they have it all going for them. They don't have an injury problem. They don't have any excuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I respect Miami totally. Butler and Bam, who bothers them a great deal, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, and of course the Heat thing. But but I mean the coaching thing. But but on paper they ought to win. It's and they have it in their destiny. And that, and now they if they wind up playing you know in the finals, whoever gets there is going to be a worthy team, whether it's the Lakers or the or the Nuggets. And and we can't draw any definitive conclusions after last night. And uh, but I still think that they should be favored in any series on, on paper. What would you do if you're Philly and Maury? Uh, well, I would 
Well, the problem is, if I'm Maury, I'm in love with James Harden, and that's one of the problems. Yeah. Now, you know, you're not going to win with James Harden, so let's get that straight. Yep. Uh, and uh, you know what? Doc's relieved of a burden, frankly, and you know Doc will be fine. He's a, he, he knew he knew it was coming, and 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 uh, and he did. Now, no, he did, and 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 he'll be fine. But uh, uh, they got a problem there, you know. And and beat underperformed uh, clearly after you know, and when it mattered, and 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 Harden is, is you know, he goes from forty-five and forty-two to to. to ridiculously awful mm-hmm. um and and he you know is he is he he, he tried you know he's threatening to go he wanted to go back to houston he's getting 47 million next year and uh um he, he he's, he's he's an old dog that ain't learning no any new tricks anytime soon yeah bob we have about a minute left here your thoughts on victor Wembanyama, who is going to go to oh. the san antonio spurs first do you trust all the experts who have been telling us now for a while that he might be the best prospect of all time I started covering this league in 1969, and there's only been one remotely comparable ballyhoo to this level. And there have been some great players come in, as we know. And that was LeBron 20 years ago. And we all knew, but we, we had a glimpse of LeBron. You could have seen LeBron. This is a, a, a guy dropping in from outer space, as far as America's concerned. And there are all rumors <laughs> yeah. about it. It's an alien that's showing up. Seven feet five. Is he really seven five? I know he made seven threes in a game in America back in this fall. Uh, uh, it's, you know, he's got a very suspicious frame, uh, you know, and, uh, and all that. But I've never heard a phrase like, this is unprecedented, the ballyhoo for this kid, and that includes LeBron. So uh, I'm, cur- I'm just curious. I'm just going to sit back and watch. I can't vouch, vouch for him. Well, I can tell you that they're, they, they, the experts all think, they think this is a once-in-a-lifetime prospect. So we, we, sh- we shall see. As I said, I've seen every great player in the last 60 years, and, uh, and, and uh, I'm, I'm ready to pass judgment when I see him. Very cool. Yeah, you're the perfect guy to talk to. Uh, legendary sports writer Bob Ryan. With the Boston Globe, follow him on Twitter. He is at Globe Bob Ryan. Pleasure, sir. Thanks so much for the uh, for the time today. Okay, guys. Thanks for the time. Uh, yeah, be good. There you go. Uh, so get his book in scoring position. Forty years of a baseball love affair, and uh, he's working on a sequel yep. as well. So in scoring position with uh, Bob Ryan's book. Very good. Love talking to that guy. Uh, he's, you're not going to win with Harden. He's right about that. Oh, he absolutely is. is just, it, it, I don't know what Houston is thinking. If if he if if Houston would take him. Doesn't make any sense. I, I agree with, with what he said. And- Look, we're far from Doc Rivers fans here on the show, but what he said was accurate. He's relieved now that he doesn't have to deal with James Harden anymore. Or I will throw Embiid in that mix as well. I listened to a rant from Howard Eskin yesterday, legendary. He's another legendary media guy in Philadelphia. 16-minute rant. He just said, you got to trade Embiid. And he's been saying it for a long time. Hates the organization. I have some mind-blowing strikeout numbers on a guy taking the mound today. Find out what they are next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Conference finals start tomorrow in the NHL. Whether you're rooting for your favorite team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. All the NHL action. New customers can place a $5 Moneyline bet pregame and get $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, join the action now. DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. The menu's incredible. So much the creativity and everything they offer. Use code VSIN when you sign up to get the offer. Code VEASAN. Nigel Seeley, the GOAT in tennis and soccer, joins us now. He'll also be on Friday at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. You get all his plays for free the rest of the soccer year. Uh, so get all that up, uh, up with Premier League plays and follow Nigel on Twitter. Big one today, Nigel. Thanks for the time. Real Madrid against Man City. Second leg Champions League. The winner moves on to the finals against Inter Milan. Uh, 3.30 to advance for City. A dollar fifty to win the Champions League. A dollar ninety to win in ninety minutes. The first leg was one-one. Appreciate the time. How do you see this one today, please? Yeah, how are you doing, guys? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all good, mate. Here, I'm just waiting for an airplane. It's uh, Rome Airport. I'm just coming back from the tennis. So, uh, if there's a bit of noise behind me, I apologise. I'm waiting in the department now. But anyway, um, let's hope. Let's hope, and we really hope that this is a lot better than last night's match between Milan and uh, yeah. Inter Milan. I mean, that was diabolical. Mamma mia, as the Italians say here. I almost, <laughs> turned the tele- I almost turned the television off after 20 minutes. It was absolutely dull as dishwater. Uh, but I think it will live up to expectations tonight. I mean, you've got, in my opinion, two uh, you know, the, of the best teams in European football. I've told you before how much I, uh, I rate this Manchester City side. They're, they're setting records. They're winning games. They're, they're just peaking at the best. They've, they've crumbled Arsenal, haven't they? They've absolutely crumbled them. They put their... They put their fingers in a vice and they've just cranked that mm-hmm. vice up a, an extra knot. And uh, I think they'll do the same to Real Madrid this evening. I mean, the first leg was a 1-1 draw. And if you look at the statistics on the first leg, how it was only two goals is, is anyone's, uh, you know, anyone's guess really. It should have been a lot, lot more. The goal XGs for both teams were high. The possession stats were great. Both teams created chances. And what happened in that game, the last game, when, uh, when Manchester City were on top, that's when Real Madrid scored. And when Real Madrid were on top, that's when Manchester City scored. So it was quite a bit of a freak game. Usually you would expect second leg matches to produce more goals. I mean, we didn't see it last night because the, you know, the game just fizzled out to a non-event. 
But in a game like this, 1-1, I think the game was, last night's game was over from the first leg, which is a big, big difference. The fact that this match is 1-1 from the first leg, we are really going to see a humdinger of a match tonight at the Etihad. Um, Real Madrid only know how to play one way, and that is to attack. But, you know, they've got, in Vinicius Junior, they've probably got one of the best players in form in the world at the moment. He's going to be a big threat. I think Kyle Walker, the defender from Manchester City, would be tasked with man-mark him and try to shut that. It's going to be a key battle. Benzema as well. So Real Madrid will know they're a goal threat. And if you were going to look at Manchester City defensively, that would be their problem. If you, you know, if you look at the Manchester City side, you say, where is their weakness? They haven't got many weaknesses. But I do think defensively they can concede. But going forward, I mean, the De Bruyne, Haaland, Grealish will be back. Um, all the, although two of those three were rested at the weekend. Real Madrid rested some players at the weekend as well. So the angle for me here has got to be goals. I mean, mm. I mean it, it's an obvious play. It's a very obvious play. And the line is very high, the two and a half. I mean, you're going to have to go something like minus 175. But Manchester City are unbeaten in 22 matches. Uh, the last time they conceded at home in the Premier League uh, was or any match. Sorry, last time we lost at home was on the 12th of November. Oh. It's, it's an incredible run there on at the moment. Um, that was against Brentford. In those 22 unbeaten matches that they played, they've scored in every single match. Uh, in the Champions League this season, they played five games at home and scored 20 goals. Um, so that's what Real Madrid are up against. They're up against the best offensive side in the Premier League uh, and, and probably in European football. In the big matches, Manchester City, this is Manchester City's big matches. So when you consider the biggest games they've played this season, they played Bayern Munich at home in the Champions League. I would consider Bayern Munich to be slightly better than Real Madrid. Only slightly. 3-0, uh, Man City won that. Liverpool, uh, the team that are on fire at the moment, would you say Liverpool, Real Madrid on a runoff game? I think Liverpool would probably be favourites. 4-1, they won that. Arsenal, 4-1. Uh, Leipzig, Man City won 7-0. Dortmund, 2-0. Seville, 3-1. Man United, 6-3. That, that's Man City's toughest seven matches this season in all competitions. And they've scored their average about five goals a game. So that just shows you what you're up mm. against here. So uh, for me, it's all about goals. I wouldn't go two and a half because I think the line is too high. I'd go three and a half. The other bit I like here is I like cards. I think this could turn out, there were stages in the second leg, um, just before half, first leg, sorry, just before half time, it really got niggly between these two. And uh, as, if the game is tight and Manchester City don't score early, and what you really want is Real Madrid to score first. But I think the over four and a half here, cards at minus 136 is a great bet. Last night's game into Milan against AC Milan, there wasn't a, I think there was one card there wasn't. I, think, I, think there, I don't think there was one card in the first half. There may have been one in the first half. In the second half, in the last five minutes, there was five. There were six yellow cards in that game. And that was a game that had nothing. So this game here, with both teams are going to go at it. Both need a win. It's finally poised with a 1-1 scoreline. Over four and a half cards here at minus 136. Another exceptional play for me. Beautiful. Uh, at the same time, English Championship League is the second leg. Uh, Coventry City takes on Middlesbrough. The winner gets Luton uh, in Wembley, I think the 27th. Coming up, Luton advanced uh, yesterday. The first leg was nil-nil. It continues to be the best bet going in sports. Bet the, the You've talked about for years, bet the first leg under uh, when you get these uh, two legs here in the playoffs. First leg was nil-nil. What do you think here with uh, Middlesbrough $1. twenty and the total two and a half? Well, not only was the first leg nil-nil, they also played on the last day of the regular season, and it was 1-1, another unders cash. So these two play. This will be the third time these two, plays, these two teams have played in, in the space of 10 days. Unders cash in every game. The draw is cash in every game. Um, Middlesbrough will be a, a decent favourite, and I think they will 
be some money for them. But the playoffs are strange, as you've seen from the playoffs in America and what happens over there. This is, this is you've been you're betting on playoffs in the states a lot longer than we have. But the teams that come in with momentum, the ones who force into that sixth place or fifth place and find themselves in the playoffs, usually perform a lot better than the team that's been hanging around in the playoffs for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And the form of commentary coming in here has been exceptional. I mean, they're the informed team in the playoffs. If you look at their, their form, we saw in the League One playoff, Sheffield Wednesday, who finished third. Uh, by Peterborough, who finished uh, sixth. Yeah. And I think Jeff Wednesday was 19 points better off than Peterborough. Peterborough won 4 0. So it, it's a weird setup. Um, the other thing about Middlesbrough is it's not renowned for having a, a huge atmosphere at the Riverside Stadium. It's, it's a stadium that doesn't really have a, a raucous atmosphere like Luton or, or Sunderland. So home advantage has never been a big factor for Middlesbrough. I can understand why they're the favourite, but I would be very, very. I would be very careful to uh, to take to take the uh, to take the line on it. Both of these uh, two teams have got very very good strikers. Both of them have got a couple of the best strikers in the championship. So you would expect goals, but I think the nature of the game and the, none of these two sides would have expected to be in this position. And I expect nerves to be a big part. If I was going to have a a little bit of wages, a little bit of interest, because I think ninety nine percent of the of the world's or the British population and the and the world population we're watching what's going on at the Etihad rather than this. Yep. But I think if I was going to have a little lean, I'd probably bet the draw in 90 minutes. It could be the third draw between these two sides in 10 matches, in 10 days, the last three matches. So at the odds, I think the draw may be a little bit of a tempted, but only only slightly. Two minutes left. Uh, any you, you were there for the big upset where Alcaraz went down. Do you have a tennis play? Yeah, I mean, uh, Novak Djokovic is in action now. He was a set down in the first round. Uh, first, lost the first set against Holgaruna. The next match on court is Kasper Ruud up against Serendulu. Uh, I've bet Casper to win the tournament at 33 to 1, so I do with him getting through the semifinals. I think that could go over the games. 21 and a half is the line. Serendulu is a player that's given rude problems before. 2 1 in the head to heads to the Argentinian. The women's action tonight, you've got Iga Sviontek, the world number one, who's virtually unbeatable on clay. She's up against uh, Elena Ribikina, the, the Wimbledon champion. That'll be a monster of a match. Um, Ribikina's got a very good record, though. She leads 3 1 against Sviontek, but they're on fast courts. But now it's on clay. It's wet here, so it makes, makes the balls very heavy, so it'll play very slow. You would expect uh, Srontek to win that, but minus $5 is the price you've got to pay. Minus 6 with some firms. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that. I think the, goal, the games there could be interesting again. So if you're going to do a little parlay, give your interest parlay, over 21.5 games, Casper Rudd against Serendulu, and over 19.5 games, Iga Srontek against Elena Ribikina, uh, which is later on this evening. It's the evening game here in Rome, where the wet is wet and very damp. Very good. We will talk to you Friday. Enjoy the action. Appreciate a few minutes. No problem. Take care, guys. Peace right. Friday. Nigel Seeley at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Uh, read him every weekend. VEASAN.com is breakdown of the Premier League and get all his plus soccer plays for free the rest of the season. A lot going on today and this uh, weekend. Yep. Yeah. Good fun. Some news in Major League Baseball. The Mets, for what they need something. They need yeah. like an injection. They need some hope. They are calling up slugger Mark Vientos. From This is a courtesy of Jeff, Jeff Passan. He's 23 years old, hitting 333 with 13 home runs in 38 games at AAA this season. So for those of you who play fantasy, uh, go out and grab him right now if you can. And also, like, I, if you want to like take a peek at the Rookie of the Year market as well, um, to see if you can just see like a gigantic number. He's getting called up. Plenty of time left to go in Major League Baseball uh, during the season. Sky is not falling today. 
in Los Angeles. We'll tell you why coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. It's good to have you on board here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And we'll start this hour by welcoming in sports betting analyst here at VSIN, Josh Applebaum. You can catch his two podcasts. Morning Bets and Market Insights, wherever you get your podcast. Josh, good morning. Good to talk to you as always. You live in the Boston area, so we're getting game one tonight of the Celtics and the Heat. Boston Lane, eight points in this game. Total is 210.5 right now at DraftKings. We've talked to you in previous weeks about how this team has been really bad at laying big numbers, but specifically when they're laying 10 points or more. I mean, it was like 12 or 13 losses in the regular season in the playoffs. So what what do you make of game one here taking on a feisty Heat team? Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, good morning. It's great to be with you. So a great point by you, Mitch. You know, this is a Celtics team that they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde when you kind of uh, expect them to, you know, have a big game. Sometimes they'll let you down. And then kind of when you uh, bet against them, obviously we saw this in the last series uh, with Jason Tatum going off, winning game six and seven, they kind of come through for you. So in this angle here, and one little nugget, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but Al Horford actually stopped practice uh, midway through yesterday and said, we are way too loose, guys. People are joking. They're laughing. And this is the thing with the Celtics. Sometimes they struggle with their success. They feel like they've already arrived. Uh, I think Al Horford breaking up that practice. You can look at, look at it one of two ways. Either they're loose and feeling good and they'll play great tonight, or maybe they're not taking this uh, seriously enough, thinking that they've already advanced to the to the, uh, the, the NBA Finals here. But what's notable to me, guys, a couple things. Now, number one, series price. Celtics are a huge favorite to win this series. They're minus 525 at DraftKings. That's an 84% implied probability. Uh, what's interesting, too, is that the tickets are even. Public is saying, hey, Jimmy Butler plus 400 to win the series. Remember, he missed the three-pointer last year that could have beaten the Celtics. So tickets are split for the series price, but 90% of the money at BetMGM is going with Boston here. If, if that number is too rich for you, which I, I think, you know, minus 500 or more, that to me, that's too much. You could go on a spread here, minus one and a half games to win by two games or more. Uh, that's only minus 195. So one way to look at it. But in terms of tonight's game, guys, a couple things going on. Number one, I'm not going to take the points here. To me, it's either you lay the points with the Celtics or we'll get to it in a second. I'm going to look toward the over tonight. What's notable, guys, is that currently you have 66% of bets on the Miami Heat tonight. The public is all over this trendy dog. They're saying this is way too many points for a rested team here with the Heat, who, again, gave the Celtics a run for their money last year. But where's the line move? The line's going to the Boston Celtics. This game opened Celtics minus 7.5. Now they're up to minus 8. So why is the line going to Boston if they're only getting 34% of bets? That tells me that a lot of respected money hit the Celtics as soon as this line opened, caused that reverse line move in their favor. Now, anytime this line gets to 8.5, you are seeing a little bit of respected buyback here uh, on the Heat, plus 8.5, bringing it back down to 8. But I think one little experiment today, if you're going to bet this game and you're undecided right now, let's see between now and game time tonight, 8.30 p.m., do we creep up to 8.5? Remember last night's game, that was a minus 5.5, minus 6 nuggets, got all the way to 7.5. Late move actually would have clipped you and going the other way. The Lakers covered that number, but the early number was covered by the favorite with the Nuggets. Also, guys, if you look at these chalk favorites in the NBA uh, NBA playoffs, they're 42 and 31 against the spread this year, 58%. If you're a home favorite, you're 59% ATS. And if you're a home favorite with a line move in your direction, 
you're 20 and 13 against the spread 61%. So to me, it's either you lay the points with the Celtics because the market's in that direction. But if you're worried about, as you mentioned, Mitch, the Celtics not covering these big numbers, I would look toward the over here. You've seen some respected money quietly hit this over It opened around 210. Uh, I bet at 210 and a half this morning on the morning bets pod. I am seeing some books get up to 211 right now. So the line is creeping up about 70% of bets, but 85% of the money is on the over. So a lot of respected money seems to be going over here. Both teams are eight and uh, three over their last 11 games to the over. And one thing I look at guys, you know, late series game six, game seven. I love playing unders because of tired legs. I think if you're betting this over tonight, it's because these are really fresh legs. You haven't seen the the Houston or sorry, the Miami Heat uh, play for five days. They've had a long layoff here. Celtics have been off for three days. I'm going over to 10 and a half. Again, to me, it's Celtics or nothing. Sharp moves with Boston. You just worry about them uh, really rarely covering these big numbers. Uh, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN betting analyst Josh Applebaum, our guest. Let's get into some uh, Major League Baseball here as the Pirates continue to struggle. I mean, my God. Uh, they were once leading this division. Uh, they were looking good on future bets, you know, month into the season, very early, obviously. But now they are slipping and sliding out of control. It's 14 straight games with four runs or fewer scored offensively. Just, I mean, as bad as it gets. And now they're they're facing Eduardo Rodriguez today and the Tigers. Don't look now, but Rodriguez is having a career year. I've seen him as low as like 20 to 1 now to win the American League Cy Young, which is just, I mean, tell me that before the season. I would tell you to get drug tested. But anyway, uh, your angle here on betting the Tigers and Pirates today. Yeah, so short, you know, short answer here would be looking toward the under, under eight, if you can still find it. We have seen some money hit this under at open at eight. You have slight majority bets over, but this line has fallen now down to seven and a half. Uh, and to your point here, Mitch, you know, you've really seen the Pirates light hitting team so far, and they've really struggled. They're two and 12, their last 14 games. Meanwhile, Detroit kind of on the rise. They're actually nine and four, their last 13. Uh, if you read about this angle here with uh, Hinch, the manager and Baez, he got benched for, I think, not running out a ball. Uh, and, they, and basically Hinch and the team has said ever since they benched Baez, it, ho- it turned the whole team around. It kind of put the whole team on notice here. So they're playing much better. Uh, to your point, and just in terms of a, uh, a futures bet, you know, we were talking before air here, Mitch, could be worth a look to get the St. Louis Cardinals around plus 300 to win that NL Central here if they're going to make a move, which they typically do each summer. Uh, but I'll lean under if you can find the eight. What I do like here is just going a money line early sweat here on the Detroit Tigers. Uh, they have a good, pretty good steam move in their favor. They open around a minus 140 home favorite. Uh, they've been bet up here to around minus 155, minus 160. This is a 110 game early start. But I'm now seeing some books even get even higher, closer to minus 170. So I always like it when, you know, the early move, the, the overnight move, the early morning move, and then leading up to game time is all in one direction. Obviously, you're not getting the best of the number anymore here, but it tells me that a lot of money here is coming in uh, on Detroit. They would have uh, an, a, an advantage here as an interleague favorite, the lack of familiarity benefiting the, be- the better team. Also a favorite with a low total. Fear amount of expected run scored, more likely to come from that better team. And when my favorite system matches, a non-division favorite off a win, these teams are 150 and 87 this year, 63%. And as you mentioned, Mitch, uh, Erod, former Red Sox here, uh, he was kind of uh, missed much much of last year with, with some personal issues. In the month of May, uh, he's at, gone 15 innings. He's 2-0, and giving up zero runs here. So this mm. guy's been great. I'd lean under eight if you can find the eight, but I'm going to go money line Detroit. Got it around minus one, I think minus 160 earlier today. One final game, Josh. I'm looking at the standings right now in the American League East loaded division. Your Red Sox are three games above 500. They're in last place. The Yankees are 25 and 19. They're seven and a half back. It's because of the Rays' blazing hot start to the season that continues here. But the team in second place is Baltimore, and they're four and a half back. I firmly believe in this team. I think they are legit. 
Uh, I think they're probably going to make the playoffs this year. I'm just going to be a, a full a, a full 2023 season of what we're going to get out of this team. And I think they're kind of laying a small number today against the Angels. What say you? I'm right there with you, Mitch. I'm thinking the same thing here. I'm going with the Orioles here on the money line. Now, you mentioned it, how they've been a, kind of a, uh, a good surprise, but not too much of a surprise. Remember, they turned it on last year. That's when you started to finally see these young players come up. Rushman, uh, Mullins, Mountcastle, all these guys have been really hitting the ball great. Uh, but in terms of this game here for today, good sharp steam move here in favor of Baltimore. Baltimore opened around a minus 130 home favorite. We're now seeing them get bet up to minus 140. Uh, a lot of angles here. Number one, fading Griffin Caning. Griffin Caning has an ERA of over six this year. His two starts in May, he has an ERA of 10. So Caning going up against this young, uh, really good hitting lineup here for Baltimore. I feel like they can get to him today. Meanwhile, Kyle Bradish in two May starts, he has a 2.45 ERA. So Bradish has been pretty good. Baltimore is the best team this year in baseball when they're favored. They're 18 and three as a favorite, which is the same exact spot they're in today. They're 15 and 10 against righties and they're 14 and seven at home. I would also keep an eye on this under guys. Uh, total open at nine and a half. You're down to nine winds blowing in at Camden yards. And you have seen only 35% bets, but 50% of the money going under here. And then you do have another good system, a home favorite off a win with steam 10 cents or more matching with Baltimore today. That's 68% this year, 58 and 27, 10% ROI. So I'm with you, Mitch. This is a team to bet on. I think you can even find to start the week. I think it was plus 140 Baltimore to make the playoffs. Mm. I'll take that plus money. And I like him again today. Yeah. I'm with you on that. You can catch Josh's two podcasts. Uh, morning bets and market insights wherever you get your podcast. Josh, thanks for the time today. Good luck tonight. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, be good. There you go. Um, on this uh, Celtics Heat series, and I know we've talked about it a couple of times today. Any interest in laying a game and a half with the Celtics as we talked about there with Josh? No, absolutely. I could see that. Yeah, I, I really want to do about, that too. But Well, with yeah. Butler's ankle. that's yeah. uh, He hasn't yeah. been the same player. Uh, since that happened, and certainly they had issues scoring. Well, the other thing you want to look at, and I know Von Tobel got into the well, that was crazy how they shot from three and what happened against Milwaukee, but how bad were the Cavs that you saw what Brunson was the only guy who did anything for the Knicks in that whole series, and it went six, but it goes back to Robinson looked like Wilt Chamberlain in that series, and they blew him out in almost every game. So, and the Heat certainly struggled. I mean, one of those games that the Heat, the Heat couldn't make a shot, and they still won the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it comes back to Boston likes to play with their food. I mean, they, they should they should win this in five. And you, I respect the organization, and I know I think they're going to give them problems. But now with the Butler injury, and you just see you don't don't have Hero, you don't have Oladipo. Bam has given them problems, but it's also the power rating of the Celtics. So. I know they, I, nothing would surprise me in terms of Boston comes out and they lose game one like they did against Philly. And, mm-hmm. But I, I hope they're taking this seriously now. After what happened last year where they had to win game six in Milwaukee, they had to win game seven on the road, 10 and 10 last 20 straight up home playoff games. I can't, I can't believe that. That's, just, that's ridiculous. I, but, I really want to make the case and bet exactly the stuff that you just talked about, lay a game and a half, lay two and a half games. I've been burned with the Celtics team too many times. I don't know if I can do it again. Yeah. And how will they guard and defend the three? Do they shut down these the, the, the Vincents, the Martins, the Robinsons, who's been great? Can't believe how well Miami's played with this guy on the floor. Yeah. And they've needed him. Uh, and does Kevin Love play a role? And oh, you he all, has to. Yeah, you also mentioned Lowry, too. I think I he's, actually he's think a the, pest. I would say this. I think the Heat would be live to win this thing if Hero didn't get hurt. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some, and some of the 
bets that you could have made last night in game one. Of the, oh my God, huge prices that came in because of the crazy high scoring game that we had. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 